episode of Turn of the Millennials. I'm Stephanie. I'm Lindy. And, and uh, oh. <laughs> we want to, sorry, we want to thank you guys for your, uh, your love and support over our little hiatus that we took there. For those of you that know, you know why we were off for a bit. Um, so I want to personally thank all of you and especially our boys at Formidable Opponents. Um, Joseph, Bob and uh, Randall, you guys checked in on me a couple of times and I really appreciate your love and support for that and so i just wanted to say thank you so much and yeah so we're back did yes. you know that this is our episode 64 64 64 i no. figured that out because i our, our episodes are not numbered on spotify and so i had to go through and count all of them i think if you go in our original spreadsheet i think i was listing them for a while and i think you, yeah. they were they're all rightly listed and then so you can count from there afterwards yeah. but yeah because apparently the way it looked i don't know when i first started things up like a lot of things i was looking at it was like it was like oh don't number them because certain ones it double numbers and not numbers so i just took numbers off of the the thing and so i was like all right that's why we're doing it yeah i was really curious to know what number we were on considering because I, I listened to formidable opponents 100 episode um this week or whatever which guys awesome episode by the way um i really need to make a comment to i i think it was randall that said to watch on youtube a billy squire video and i'd really like to just slap him across the face for subjecting me to that and it's not something i can unsee so okay. randall screw you and your billy squire suggestion that was awful like it was awful i was so because you know me with secondhand embarrassment like how i just can't oh, okay watch people being embarrassed this entire video is one long fucking embarrassment for this guy and oh, okay. i hate that i took riddle's suggestion and watched it i have no idea who so, this is but i'm pretty sure if i asked kevin he would know exactly who this is so his name is billy squire and it's i fucking, just will like, ask him later and he will, um, he will see um and also like I was just oh I was just going back we started in March okay because I was like I feel like we started our podcast like in the fall we at did. some point we started this spring no we we started talking about it in yes the fall, but we didn't and so really that's what I was looking March. at I was like oh our first episode came out March but I was like oh okay so it's been almost it's been two it has years. been three years since we started okay. talking about it since we started doing it but it's it hasn't been quite three years since our first episode aired since our first episode that'll be in yeah, March so we're, okay. we're getting there we're getting um, there but we're yeah it's, it's it's a long process and yeah we did have some hiatuses and things in there because I was in school yeah. and things like that so like yeah we are at our 60th happens. we were at our 60th episode versus our 100th episode yeah um but uh speaking of milestones and shit NSYNC is back right for that? I'm so right excited. you know right? all the words to better places yet i do uh, not yet not yet i listened I... to it like six times a day like every day well i was i had a different concert on thursday nights and i had to get to know all of those songs so i've been listening to that album for a while so that was on my radar now it will come back at work and i will start listening to it again but i was just i was like i have a concert i have to know all the songs so this is what i'm dedicating my like month to right now um can Tyler i make Hubbard, a it was great but... we had uh, elements when was the mm. last time you went to elements <laughs> i'm gonna say it was that goldfinger concert we went to where i almost got my kneecaps broken oh dear lord because like i was at the very front like i was yeah. against the stage and like just for some reason during concerts, the the crowd just rushes forward sometimes. Like, I don't get it. Like, what are you thinking is going to happen? And whatever. But the crowd <laughs> rushed forward and I got pushed against the stage and like my knees almost bent like the wrong fucking way. 
to the point where like one of like the band manager Brody or someone like pulled me Securities, up on the yeah. stage. Pulled me up onto the stage. I had to walk out like the exit, or, like exit stage left or whatever or something like that. So it was, was last time elements. It was it was before Wake Stock, so I think it was two thousand three. And um, we are old, which is why we have a millennials podcast. Yeah. Speaking of things being online, I finally buck. I finally fucking cracked, and I bought a, a week trial of Paramount Plus, and I finally watched iCarly, the newer seat, like the new one. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, I love it so much. I love that they're dirty. I love all the adult jokes. Oh my god, it's so good! And then the first thing that I watched on Paramount Plus was Zoe 102. I was going to ask if you watched that one as well. It was so fucking awful. I loved it so much. I'm probably going to watch it again today before Aaron comes home. Yeah. Like considering like all the shit that Jamie Lynn's going. Oh my god, have you watched her on Dancing with the Stars? It was awful. She was eliminated like the second one. No, I have currently been in. I have been in a blossom kick at the moment. It's been amazing how the '90s are. Like I love the '90s and. I underestimated how much vests were popular in the early 90s. Yep. Of all sorts, like the jeans, the dress-up vest, the like slouchy sweater vests, everything. Vest, vest, vest in every episode. Crazy. It's almost as if you don't listen to Pod Meets World. They constantly talk about that. (laughs) I have not listened to that one, actually. So, Um, They were in Toronto on the 14th, and I was so sad that I didn't get to go. I was going to ask you if you wanted to go, but I'm sure you already had plans. You had to, like, I knew you probably already had shit to do or whatever that day. Uh, Last Saturday? Uh, We went up to Graydon's, but I also could have been like, too bad, Kevin. You could. Because it would have been, it was like 7. You could go, and I'm going to go with Lindy. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was, well, now I fucking know. Okay. So the next time they come to Toronto, which I hope is soon, just always, always send a text. Yeah. I will let you you know yes or no. You're the only one of my friends that I know that actually does like listen to podcasts and would potentially want to go with me to that. But. Well, I mean, it's it's also like just you know, it would be great. They would be fun. It would be you know, awesome. So I'm really ho- I should have fucking asked, but I don't think I could have afforded the tickets at the time. They were like 100 and like, well, actually, like last week they were like 142 dollars. But when I first looked at them, they were like half that. They were like oh yeah, so yeah, the pre anyway, sales today. We are talking about because it's Halloween. It's basically the spooky season. We have to do a yeah. Halloween episode as we came we back. Did obvi- obvi- last year, so obviously this year we're talking House about the my second favorite Halloween movie. Ghost, you know. Mm-hmm. Casper, the friendly ghost, the friendliest ghost, you know. Ow. I did love that um, they bring it back for the movie and Little Richard singing it and everything. It's yes. just so good. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Little Richard. He died, right? Yeah, yeah I believe he <laughs> I'm pretty sure he died. I'm not really sure. I'm I think pretty I saw sure. a memory about it on my Facebook a little while ago. <laughs> <clears throat> little Richard. Yeah, 2020. That's what I thought. I was like, I'm pretty sure it was yes. 2020. Yeah. Like he was one of the 2020 um, casualties. Yeah. Well, so we were locked down. Casper was released uh, May 26, 1995. Not October. But anyway. Or at least September. You I know? do like remember this season, fall season, pumpkin season. I, I still remember this movie was out in theaters in the summer because I remember being at the cottage that year and my cousins all went to go see Casper and we didn't get to go. Me and my sisters didn't get to go. And I was really upset about it because I wanted to see Devin Sawa even though he's right. only in it for five fucking minutes, but still. And as we mentioned in our Hocus Pocus episode, like why do you release Halloween-y type, ep- type movies in 
the summer or the winter they, they are feel, meant for fall i feel like hocus pocus was released um because i think it's a it's a different studio from jurassic park right so maybe they yeah. needed oh, something yeah, yeah, in the yeah. theater to combat the the ratings that Jurassic Park was going to get or something cuz they I think it's the same cuz Disney also did was it Disney did Christmas Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes. Yeah. I think that would be it cuz Disney wouldn't cuz Nightmare Before Christmas came out that year too in 93, yes? I believe so, yes. Or 95, I mean. No, 93. Yeah, Hocus Pocus 93. came out in 93. So yeah, I feel like they probably they had two Halloween type movies, and they didn't want conflicting. Agreed, but at the same time, you could have well, released just... Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween or in the middle of October and still have it going through Christmas because that's the best part about it. It is a dual movie. Yeah, but if and you could have still had Hocus season... Pocus like released, say like end of August, early September, and have its few oh, months yeah. before leading up to Halloween, and then have yeah. Nightmare like middle October for another Halloween leading into Christmas movie. Like it would be that. I think it was released just to combat Jurassic Park. Possibly uh, trying to do a big blockbuster, but we all Jurassic know it didn't. Park, July too. Yeah, um, but I don't know what Disney's thinking. Research that. Um, okay, so anyway, so Casper stars uh, Christina Ricci, Bill Pullman, Kathy Moriarty, Eric, the legendary Eric Idol. Uh, Malachi Pearson as the voice of Casper, which I don't really understand why Devin Sawa just didn't fucking do it. Right. Um, and then the, the voices of Joe, don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, I apologize. Neopipi, I have no idea. <laughs> N-I-O-P-T-E, no fucking clue. He as Stretch, Brad Garrett of Everybody Loves Raymond fame as Fatso, and Joe Alaski as Stinky, Garrett Henson as Vic, and Jessica Wesson as Amber. Fucking Amber. Fuck you, Amber. Raise your hand. Everybody wants at my house. Raise your hand. I hate the way she does it. I hate it. I hate it. Jessica Wesson's a great actress. I'm not like bashing her, but she did a great job being such a bitch. Oh oh yeah. No, (laughs) we're not denying her. We're just hating the way she says, raise your hand and raises your hand. There's just something about it. I've always hated the way, raise your hand. And she just like, anyways. So when the movie starts, it starts with a silhouette or big view of this whipstock mansion. And for all of you who know that we have talked about Casper before, know that this is my fucking dream house. I want this house so motherfucking bad. I love it so much. There's not one right angle in this house and I love it. I like curves in my houses. I like round things. I don't know why. I don't think I, I have do. a preference really. I mean, I like- I'm not a fan of modern. Like modern is too <laughs> clean. It's too Oh, I, I agreed. Like the like, new, yes. The new I modern vintage- looks- I need retro. I need old. I want curved. I like my ladies curved, like my cars and stuff. Just I do. I agree. I like some of. If I was a dude, I'd be a very, guy. It's very yeah. Like I said, like very. I don't know. Too clean. Too whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I've never really thought about the rounded, but I do agree the modern is a little too mm-hmm. too not like. And researching Whipstaff Manor, like no, like, like you find out that it's based on a specific on a house that does actually yes. exist doesn't look anything fucking like it don't really know where their inspiration came from i think it's um, because but I went, this, it's the artist itself like the architect himself does i guess designs that are like this as well too it's probably his niche too i think i read oh probably um but yeah like i went so far down the rabbit hole with this house like i found blueprints for it and everything and i'm just i'm just so in love with this house and i wish it actually existed and i want it in my name and i just want to live there because like it's beautiful. And while we talk about this house, we are also yes. going to mention that it is not the it is not the room that the Backstreet Boys use in their video. It is homaged and definitely 
modeled after this room, but it is not this room. And it says it on MDB and it's, I'm pretty sure yep. it also says it on Wikipedia and they're all fucking wrong, wrong. because anyone they're who's wrong. watched Casper enough times will know specifically the first thing is, is the floors are different colors and the stairs case that's coming down. The staircase has multiple levels in Casper and that one only has one level. In yeah, it doesn't have that flat landing where where Amelia comes to James at the end of the movie. It doesn't have that where the clock no. is sitting, not where the clock. It has nothing um, of that. But as a, as for the floor, I feel like the floor was just cleaned. Because like maybe, but I like mean, how at long the same was time... that mansion abandoned for? It was covered in grime and dirt, and I oh, if I lived there, I would fucking yellow brick road that floor like every day. I mean. <laughs> follow the yellow brick road and i just skip around my fucking living room and just la 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 but no it is not it's not in the backstreet boys every uh backstreet's back video it's not that one it's it was probably just a replica made for the video yeah because that like we said that would and it also had a second staircase that came down the other side in casper which that was not in the one as well and then you don't even you don't see the doors that lead off to the kitchen because you come down that second staircase and go down a few steps into the, the and the I believe kitchen. there's also some extra like cutouts in the like behind the the back part of it as well like yeah when you go up the the big staircase on the right hand side you go like behind like a the window wall, the wall or something cutouts. yeah cutouts or the windows or things like that because yeah you see it when um Kerrigan slips in that whatever that shit is that Dibs puts on the floor when she's trying yeah. to kill him yep like she slides across it and then you see see her go through that and then you see behind her there's another staircase behind her where does that staircase go yeah maybe the atoms maybe yeah but so but, yeah um anyway he, so uh, we are disproving it and we are saying it yeah. now not the same not, not the, the same. same not the same don't be not cool the guys. same um so this movie opens up um after the little silhouette of the house whatever with these two boys that are going into the house that are trying to get a picture of themselves in the house because they're not cowards right so it's squints from the sandlot and the mm -hmm. kid that doesn't talk in man of the house which I love because <laughs> I love how they have like all these kids from different TV, like different kid movies from the nineties and stuff that just kind of make cameos. Well, it's not even that they make cameos. Before. It's that like they audition and that's what they kind of got. It's like, they're and trying to they make go on to more memorable roles. Yes, I get it. But still, I love that. Or love they had movie. a memorable role and then nothing followed. And then they just do bit pieces until that's they fair. fall out of Hollywood as well. It all depends. It depends on how the career trajectory goes. Some make it to Hollywood and shoot up and then some just sort of fall the wayside. It was the nature yeah. of child acting actually all acting but you know that's what it is because even watching blossom like some of the episodes you're like oh hey it's this person oh look it's this yep. person oh it's yep. this person yep 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 because yep. they all yep. had to oh, start yeah. somewhere yep. they all had <laughs> yes, to start yes, somewhere yes. so they so do little great. small bit pieces in tv shows or whatever it, mm -hmm. yeah so yeah, the so polaroid where... camera that they're using oh so good so good i love yeah, the old technologies are just so so good and how it takes so long for it to develop, but it's that that's like kind of the point too, because you don't see how their faces are reacting to seeing a ghost. I don't understand the concept of shaking your Polaroid camera. Like, taking like a Polaroid picture. Like, okay, like I get it. Like you take the picture out and you shake it, but that doesn't actually do anything because it needs to be exposed to light in order to develop. Like the shaking actually doesn't actually do anything. I think that's I just some know. shit that someone in the TV show came up with. Or like a myth, up. one of those, yeah, mother myth, whatever things. And someone yes. just, yeah. I don't know, whatever. But this is where they first meet Casper because they can't fucking decide who's going to take the picture of who. Just take a fucking selfie. I know selfies weren't existing yet and whatever. But like, just, just take a picture of both of you with your arms extended. It's not a fucking We have selfies of us with old school cameras. 
yes, we created selfies. We did. Not Paris and Brittany. It was us. We did it. Right. Just saying. You, me, and Katie. Yes. That was a selfie. Like, it was horrendously up close. And, you know, your eyes do that, like, And you got, like, the double chin. And then your eyes do that diamond thing because it's too close in the flash and stuff like that reflection. Like, those, oh, And there was no, like, get rid of red eye. No, no red eye reductions. (laughs) Have you seen the new Google Pixel 8 where you can now choose best shot of everybody in the group? Like, we had none of that, people. We had none of this. I have some comments about this new phone that really freak me the fuck out, but that's going to be a whole other fucking A whole other episode. But we didn't have none of these technologies, people. You took the photo and you didn't even know what you got because you had to wait to develop it for, like... Well, first you had to wait till you the store opened or whenever and you dropped it off. And then you had the option of 24... Two hour, 24, or 48 hours. So either way, you had to wait to get it developed. So you never knew what the fucking picture looked like until forever. Yep. I was excited because then you'd go through it and then you would just come to a picture and be like, oh my God, oh, it didn't turn out. Oh my God, that sucks so much. And you're fucked. That's And that's I just- still have seven roles to be developed that I am I so excited know. for. Are you going to do like exactly- a one role a pay thing? Because right. it's going to cost you an arm and a fucking leg to get all seven developed. 140 plus tax because it's $20 now to get them developed. Holy know, right? shit. Okay, so yeah. So I sometimes I wish I had you know, Polaroid pictures. One a month, maybe. One like, a month. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. see what they are. And then you have to immediately show me any pictures of me that are in there. Because I'm there's bound to be some. Oh, I'm it sure there's just going to be embarrassing pictures of everybody. And it. it's going to be hilarious. Oh my God, I can't wait. I'm so fucking excited. I know. Better fucking post them. I, know. Um, I might do my yeah. first one this week, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the boys go screaming. And then we get introduced to Kerrigan, um, Crittington, White. The name? sounds like a bitch and she is a bitch yeah um she wants basically the ghosts out of her house because oh no she's willed this house she was willed the house and what i don't understand is her dad left so much money like millions and millions and millions of dollars charity he was obviously a very generous person how did kerrigan maybe Um, there's a reason maybe she always treated him like shit maybe she moved out at 18 and never came back and then expected to get money spoiled the shit out of her right like we don't right? we, we like, don't know her backstory i want a pre- assumptions. I, I, I want a um a kerrigan a preface yes i want a prequel i want to know what happened in that relationship even if it's just a book i will read it just saying someone fucking do that graphic novels someone out there yeah. give us it something um, <laughs> but then this is where they find because she throws a deed in the fire because she's so pissed off that the dolphins got more money than her and then that's what comes up with the the heat shows that little poem that yeah. uh buccaneers and uh pirate gold whipstaff uh, uh, manor be treasure hold buccaneers and buried gold whipstaff doth a treasure hold doth the treasure holds it yeah so by the, the the famous eric idol i feel like they cast him to get like our parents interested in this movie oh they <laughs> had to the, actually like, they had to bring thing, someone right? in to keep our parents interested they have quite a few adult jokes in this movie. They, they, they do. Absolutely... And they do like a little homage at one point where they show like the Casper on the screen, like the Casper cartoon on the screen and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, like, so there are yeah. little things. And, and and Kerrigan finds, so yeah, so so they go to the, the house and it's all fucking haunted and all that shit. So they get a ton of people to come and try to like seance the crap out of this, including the guy from The Exorcist who comes out with his head spun around and green vomited on. Then yep. there's um, Stance from Ghostbuster. He comes running out and is like, who's going to call? Somebody, Somebody else. Somebody else. I love so, that they got the Ghostbusters. Someone who like, fought the, the giant marshmallow man is afraid of stretch 
stinky fatso and, fatso. and stinky. Like, are you kidding me? Come on, Dan Aykroyd, seriously. Right. They um, should have brought in Bill Murray. That was who they should have brought in. Yes. He would have been able to do it. <laughs> so she finds James Harvey because of Casper, because Casper's watching TV. He Hard copy. He watch he flips it from the Casper cartoon, which is such it's so funny. And it's um, hilarious. Like, let's talk about hard copy just for a quick moment because, like, yes! the 90s were all about these, like, this, TV shows. This is why we love true crime. Because our grandparents watched these and we sat and watched them with our grandparents. I know, Danielle, that's why she did. Grandma loved mm-hmm. watching these types because of shows. Of hard copy, Unsolved Mysteries, Rescue 911, America's Most, America's Wanted. Most Wanted. Like, we loved these shows growing up. Dateline and- NBC. Yes. Like, oh my God. Yes. All of them. Oh, fuck. Love true crime. So good. So yeah. anyway, so Kerrigan finds James Harvey. And so they introduce James Harvey as like a therapist to the dead. Yeah. And this is all on the episode of Hard Copy. Of course, Hard Copy. And you know, so it's a hard hitting journalism. So they've got to make yeah. it seem like he's very, you know. Mm-hmm. And what really irks me the most is the cameras following Kat. She's fucking 12 years old. It's her first day of fucking school. She's a fucking minor. Leave her the fuck alone. Did your it might have been before they put way? those. Oh my god, how inappropriate! It like, might have been before they put in the laws of like underage. I don't even think those actually exist yet. I don't think those exist yet. I think they're just doing it just to not be fucking sued or anything. Yeah, but in the states, yeah. Anyways, if they don't exist, they need to be exist. They need to be in existence. Well, especially now with everyone taking photo like videos from their phone on of kids and stuff like that in places. Like, yeah, like paparazzi like hillary duff is a very huge adamant for that like she will yell at the paparazzi not in like a mean way but like in a very polite hillary duff way mm-hmm. that she's like my kids didn't choose this life i did they don't deserve this type this type of harassment harass me not yeah. my kids like it's and and that's so valid and hillary duff you're awesome i love you more kristen ball and them dax are kind of the yes, same thing as well yeah, like, they're the, the same the, way they, the parents they, that are sheltering their children instead of like kim kardashian who was using her kids as money bait and now they're like kind of like no mom we don't want to be part of this i hate people who use their children on social media like i hate it so much like i post about my kids but it's because i'm proud of them and their accomplishments and it's not every fucking day i post it's an that's you post an accomplishment that's what you're saying exactly what you said you post a a proud happy moment it's not every moment of every day and you're making money off of them like you're Mm -hmm. you're you're yeah exactly so back to casper kerrigan cannot exercise these ghosts so what does she oh. do she knocks it down she tries to knock down the house because ghosts can't haunt a pile of rubble yes they fucking can have you never seen supernatural seriously kerrigan oh my god fuck and actually i've been watching on cbs the show ghosts they actually haunt the property because they can walk yeah they can walk around like outside and stuff like that they're haunting the property not just the house they, they are tied also, to that ground. They could also attach themselves to um, something from the property. Yes. Like a, a, a car, like the car came like, like, and yes, they can all of a like, sudden leave in the car because that car was attached to the property. Yes. You know? Like ghosts and paranormal is a very tricky business. Right. Very, very tricky. I watch a lot of paranormal shows on Discovery Plus. Um, <laughs> I do. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, so that's why she brings in James Harvey and whatever. And then they're driving to from Santa Fe to Maine. Yeah, and then obviously you see a sign that says Los Angeles. Like yeah. I understand you didn't have Google Map MapQuest, but you had like an actual I map. Had how, do you, 
Right. And, and I'm pretty sure everywhere. Like you decided can... to get on the highway from Santa Fe. There was probably a sign that had like Los Angeles and like whatever city is east. He Texas, literally went west instead of east. I don't fucking know. Like, like he went west instead how? of east. Like, how? I, I, I just I don't like I I don't know. I, I don't fucking know. But go ahead. I have to say. Cause like this is also when like cat, you know, kind of cat is like giving her sass in this. I love cat. I loved Christina Ricci in this movie. She was totally like my aesthetic. Like I, I know we didn't do aesthetics back then, but like, or yes. the word aesthetics or the eras or whatever, but she was totally like my aesthetic in like 95, 96. Totally loved her. All what of it. is a cactus fooner? Cause he calls them something and she goes fooners. And I'm, I know I could Google it. My phone is sitting right here and I see your head down. You're Googling it right now. <laughs> but what the fuck is a cactus fooder? I'm waiting for your reply. We'll just edit this part. Out. <laughs> um, I don't know. Because it's not really Where's coming up. The There's a cactus crooners. Cactus spooner. Maybe it was something they just made up for it. It's possible they could have just made it up. Um, I'm just one second. I don't know. Cactus Fumer. No, it says Boomer. It just yeah, says Cactus Boomer. So and I tried I, like Cactus Fooner and it was like Cactus Spooner. Cactus maybe she Luke. says Boomers, but it sounds like Foomers. That's quite possible. We'll have to watch know. it on closed anyway. captioning, I guess. Um, but how hard would it have been to be cat? I mean, nine schools in two years. Right. That's fucking just that's a lot that's a lot. Wow. She needs therapy and and not for the day. She's like, like a military brat yet not. Yes, but worse. Like I feel right? like military brats at least stay in the same spot for a few years, whereas and you understand years, kind of the reason years. why you sort of need to move around because you get your dad. You sort of understand it's your dad's work in military, whatever. You sort of eventually start to get it, but like when your dad's just like trying to find his freaking wife, Truman says like, "Dad, you're not going to find her. Mom's not a ghost." Mm-hmm. Like and and he just thinks that yes that that because she died so young that she has unfinished business, but she doesn't. She doesn't. He's. So. A- silly guy but yes. like yeah to be in nine school like yeah just to, to be dragged around so your dad can try to find some woman that he's just can't get over but he's like, also kind of sucks others. for her oh he I does yeah he does charges. help others but it's still at the same time yeah anyway because they so never they discuss it it's true yeah no they don't so they never Maine. They don't really have a house that they live in, so I'm feeling like it doesn't necessarily no. charge as much as he, it, he he could. Yeah, because they they go from rental property to rental property or yeah. whatever. Or hotel to case, hotel. In this case, I think he's probably staying at the house for free, and then Kerrigan is paying him to get the ghost out of the house, or so she's like, not paying him and just letting him stay there and get the ghost possible. out of the house as well. Because he does say that like his visa is no good until her, her check clears or some shit like that, right? Yeah, like, later on in the movie um but yeah so like when they get there like god Kerrigan's such a bitch like she's such a bitch and I I get it she's rich rich people suck uh some do not all of them do I've been learning all of them. Dolly Parton is amazing Taylor Swift is awesome like she gives a charity blah 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 that's cool but just Kerrigan's a bitch that's all I have to have oh absolutely Kerrigan's a total bitch not yeah 100 100% <laughs> And like we said, we don't know her backstory, whether her mother spoiled her or whether her dad cut her off or like whatever. We don't know the story, but she's a fucking bitch. We know this. Yes, she is. <laughs> she's a fucking bitch. <laughs> fucking bitch. Uh, yeah, so they get the house and 
I love it when they they walk in and you just see how amazeballs this place is. Like you actually mm-hmm. see the inside. Cause at the very first scene where the boys went in, you, it was really dark. So you didn't really get to see a lot of like the details or anything. But when they cat and Harvey come in and they turn all the lights on because he doesn't know how to do that. So she did it. Yes, to pull um, the, push the breaker. Yeah, like all the, the lights on and everything. And I'm just like, I am in awe of the architecture in this place. The built-in bookshelves, the stained glass windows, like the little details, the scary fucking looking sharp tooth fish things that are at the end of the staircase. Like, I'm just, yeah, I want to know this house's backstory. I want to know who originally built it. It wasn't fucking Casper's dad or else it wouldn't have been called Whipstaff because their last name was McFadden. Yeah, but they don't always name the house after the family either. I know, but I'm curious. I want to know the story of this house. I know, I know. It, it could it could it could be his it could be someone else we never know exactly yeah, but yeah it could sometimes they yeah sometimes they don't always name her they just, have to, they just name it the manor or whatever not always after the family just because you know it sounds mm, yeah. bougie and fancy I'm like i am bougie and rich and i can just name my house whatever i want to yeah because i went to harvard harvard oh yeah uh, the good old we'll say by the bell reference yeah <laughs> Um, so anyway, so Kat goes off looking for her her room and she comes across Stinky, Fatso, and Stretch's room. And I gotta say, these halls are weird. They're really, really long hallways with no fucking doors. Like, no doors. Like, there's... I got a feeling that there's a lot of secret rooms in this house. Oh, of course. Like, a lot. We clearly lot know that based on the basement was a hidden room. So, the like, grotto. clearly there's gotta be more, like, you know. Mm-hmm um but i love the room that she chose like i love it's got its own little set of stairs that goes up like it's almost like it's her own little place got a fucking bathroom a nice walk-in closet a giant balcony and my favorite feature of this room is the little nook where like the wood-burning stove is and then on each side of the stove they there's like these comfy built-in benches Mm -hmm. so it's like a nice little reading nook or something like oh i just i want this room it's so nice and it's round and it's got a really cool like um cool whip ceiling is what i call it yeah cool whip cool whip um that's the that's what i call it because that's what it fucking looks like it looks like like an upside down ice cream cone (laughs) that's funny a little marshmallowy cool whippy up topping yes i I think it does i don't know (laughs) but anyway so this is where she fucking first meets um casper and I love how they meet because she throws his sock over her shoulder and hits him in the and then he spits it back at her and then she's like uh what just hit me and look, her look is just like oh my god like she's terrified and then his look is just like oh shit <laughs> like, like stay still stay still she won't see me she won't see me stay still she won't see me he's she not a t-rex like she's gonna see you and if he like he could have gone invisible because he shows right? her later that he can do that right like, they show in the breakfast <laughs> scene that he could go invisible so why didn't he do that if he really didn't want to be seen but clearly he knew he wanted to be seen because it's been so long since he's had a friend we know this but there that's is why that he tried to get them to whip stuff because he wanted a friend get out of my head stephanie i know I'm that's literally why, just gonna say that this is why we do this together because yeah. we are oh my like god right she's there. here she's in my house Oh my god! Like just oh my god! Um, and then I didn't know that ghosts would be absorbable or absorbent, I should say, right. because water and then, then yeah, yeah, yeah he like, puts the water in himself. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think so either. But I mean, a goat—they're ghosts. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They can change to any shape. Like I guess fucking a football. Rad. Like 
like or, or sorry a kicking foot to kick the football or casper yeah like i'm sorry but being a ghost looks fun <laughs> that kind I'm of saying we that want to be thing. ghosts yeah no but yeah. if if circumstances it, happened and we were it ghosts it looks kind of fun because you have a thought or a vision in your head of what ghosts actually are right like they're they're spirits that have unfinished business that are angry or sad or things like that. Whereas these guys are living their best fucking life in their afterlife. And I'm sorry, but it makes me jealous. You don't have to work. You don't necessarily have to eat. You can eat whatever the fuck you want and not get and fat. not get hit a pound. Yeah. Well, and, it's a, I like, guess, but fat's okay. Well, fat's probably okay. fat when he died. I know, you, but you, you maintain the shape you did when you died. Like I'm going to like, I'm very right. adamant about that. Is that like, whatever you look like when you die, that is how you're going to look like forever regardless. But I wouldn't just, but want also to, like, if you can change into other shapes, why wouldn't you change into a slender ghost or something? Cause maybe Fatso likes the way he is because there's no harm in being fat unless you're not healthy. And then you should probably do something about that. But yeah, I don't know. Just saying. And like, where do they go? They go to the fucking horse track here, Flicka. Like, they haunt a horse track. What? I don't like. I want that little like mini movie at the end of the movie. What did they do at the horse track? They scare all the fucking horses and right, get them moving uh, faster. Maybe. Anyway, so she finds fucking Casper, and Let's she screams out. <laughs> Sorry, I remember under the harvest moon, Ding! under the stars, and then na na. Um, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Um, yeah. but yeah, so it what's happens. his next? James comes running to Kat because she screams. She's like, there's a ghost. I saw a ghost. And then he, he's so condescending to her. Like you drag your daughter to find these ghosts to help them cross over. And then you're going to be condescending to her when she tells you she sees one. Oh, ghosts can't hurt like, you. He it's treats okay. her it's like fun. a child. Like there's nothing under the bed. And then he sees the ghost in the closet and then he freaks the fuck out, picks her up, throws her over her shoulder, runs down the hall, almost hits her head off the fucking sconce, and then locks her in a closet. Good parenting, James. That's the good parenting. Uh, so, which also makes you think, so I'm really sorry. I has he that. really ever seen ghosts before? When he had such a bad, like a huge reaction only, like that. He's never seen a full body apparition. It could be that he's seen wisps and, and orbs and shadow figures or things like that but probably never a full body apparition. Those are really hard to come by. I know, but if this is what your career is, you you have to be able to expect that this might be something you would see and not have said such reaction theoretically, would you not? Like this is supposed to be something you're yes. supposed to be doing for people. Like what if it was an actual client in that, like an old, like the older lady who's talking? What if uh, like, that's what you actually saw when her husband came and you gave this reaction and she's like, you know, you know what I mean? Like be a little more composed. You, yeah, like he, has, he has helped ghosts move on like in the hard copy um episode where they have like um testimonials by his yeah. clients or whatever but do they say how long he's been doing this is it five no. years or two years because at nine schools in two years that tells me he's been doing it for about two years at least two years maybe three. at least yeah maybe three so well, how long did they say amelia died as well because he clearly did this as soon as she passed on obviously i think i think they do mention it but i the amount of times I've seen this movie, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I forget if, if they mention how long she's been dead or whatever like that. But you would think that he'd have a better reaction to it, right? So what does he do? What what I, he gets the like? I forget how he 
he locks Cat in the closet. And then what happens? Hold on. Oh, my notes. I forgot. <laughs> I, forgot I remember eventually he gets eaten, not eaten, but like taken over by a fat so stretch and stinky. But something happens before that part because he's in the bathroom for there. So he has to get from locking her in, into the bathroom. Yeah. And then is this where the he gets introduced to the uncles and then they dive into his body and then yes. he goes to the mirror and he turns into Clint Eastwood. But for and some reason gets he him. gets knocked out first. What knocks him and out? I can't remember. I fucking don't remember. Right? Granted, it's been a week since I watched it, so I don't fucking remember. <laughs> but anyway, point is, he gets knocked out. He gets uh, the ghost. He goes to the bathroom like, to splash water on his face, basically. And the ghost and then turns looks up. Face, he gets turned into Clint Eastwood, Rodney Dangerfield, Mel Gibson, and then the Crypt Creeper, which awesome. Like, I love it. I think it's fantastic. I love seeing cameos like that in movies like this. And I was um, reading on IMDb that there's those are supposed to be like the three versions of the uncles. Like, so like Fatso is Rodney Dangerfield, uh, Clint Eastwood would be Stretch, and then Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson is, is stinky. stinky. Yeah. Like, really? I do you know what that could be foreshadowing Mel Gibson's future psychotic breakdowns that he eventually had like like and his the scandals that happened so i'm just gonna go with that's foreshadowing that's fine right right and then the crypt keeper just for fun yeah because that was like that in the 90s the crypt keeper was like a pretty big icon it was one of our favorite shows like our scary ghost story kind of shows that kids could watch and it was fucking amazing and i loved it it was great um so he this fight ensues down into the the main room of the house, I guess the main foyer, what I would call it, the big round room. Um, and he fights with them, and it's just a really funny fight. Yeah, down the stairs, and then they roll him up into the blanket, and he's fighting them with like a plunger and like an umbrella yes! and stuff like and he, that. Like, stretches, and... stretches face, like it's it's so good. But then they almost fucking kill him. Like, okay, I know they're ghosts. I know they're ghosts. But it's not like they can see through things. It's not like they have x-ray vision that I'm aware of. They might, probably do, but whatever. So when he closes himself into the bathroom or the closet or whatever he is, and they stab the three swords through the door, like, how do they know they didn't actually, like, kill him? Uh, I think that was kind of their intention. I know, I know. They're fucking dicks, and they don't want to- They wanted him out of the house, so they were, you know. I'm just reading too much into it. Just saying. But I love the fight. And he comes out with like the fucking umbrella and the plunger. And then he eventually gets the vacuum. And they're like, what the hell is that thing? And he sucks them into the vacuum. It's like, you're ghosts. You can go through walls, but you can't escape a vacuum? Clearly they did later because we see them at breakfast. So they clearly had escaped it. But at they first they were just... escape. But I just, like, how they're not, I guess they're made of air right like i guess no they're made of that tingly stuff when your foot falls asleep lindy come on come on but would that be able to be sucked into a vacuum like i know i'm totally over reading into this (laughs) and i so apologize for my overanalyzing but that is just how my potentially adhd brain works so yeah that's that's where i'm at with this that's where i'm at with this Uh, but i love it when cat comes down the other side of the stairs and she's like dad and the fuck's going on she's yeah. like on the stairs like sword it's like fighting. why like, are you fighting man. three ghosts or what's oh, happening god it's so good like yeah um so then the next morning she's got her little dust buster yeah okay um so yeah the breakfast scene okay can i just for a second why in movies and tv shows 
when someone gets serves pancakes, it's a stack of 10 fucking pancakes. Who can eat that much, especially uh, before a day of school or work? Right? It's so much. I usually only eat like, if, if they're like small like ones, two or I three have depending like, on their size. Like, right. Small ones, maybe like three if they're a little bit bigger, two. Like that, you yeah. know, throw some bacon on the side as well. And you got, mm. I'm good for breakfast. Bacon. You know, I'm good. Mm, bacon. Yeah. Um, but it's one of my favorite scenes because I love um like Kat and Casper's inter- interactions. Like she's just he's totally comfortable with her asking him questions and and like I love the the descriptions he's he gives, like he's like, very you know, also the, trusting the at feeling? first too. Yes. He's like, I love how he explains like the tingly feeling or whatever. He's like, I think I'm made of that. Like yeah. I can imagine being a ghost and feeling like that all over all the time. <laughs> Yeah, because like, like he literally just wraps around her and he's like, Don't scream, I'm a good yeah. goat. Like he's just like he's and, you know, she was very trusting to to be like, Okay, he's he's right. He like he's he hasn't done anything yet to hurt me so far. He's been pretty he's being pretty nice to me. Okay, I'm gonna give him a second. Yeah. But and then and even then when she like he puts the he opens the chair for her and he she still just sort of like walks around and then sits he's at the suspicious. other she, yes. Wouldn't you be right right. You're like this is you're, only the second day. Like you haven't even been in this house 24 hours yet. Yeah. And you've got and ghosts. She's that the are one had to, to you. had to get the she's the one who had to get the power on because her dad didn't fucking know. Right. Um but yeah, she's just feeling him out and then they do the whole the infamous iconic hand, hand. scene. It's almost like the iconic upside down kiss scene from uh yes, it, this was a very iconic thing, guys. This was you don't know how yeah, especially like, with her thumb ring, like the right? thumb ring just means Oh, yeah. um Ugh. but i love how the how she's like can i hurt you and he's like no and he's like can you hurt me and he's like no and he's like how do you know you've never done this before and you i mean we clearly saw your uncles almost hurt her dad with a freaking exactly sword the day before like but that was obviously intentional but like whatever anyway yeah. picky too much yeah um <laughs> but and where did all the food come from it was not in the where kitchen at first come from like in the cupboards he got thrown into the cupboard and then all of a sudden he came out with it. So I don't know. Well, not only that, but like all the eggs, the pancake stuff, the like every the bacon, everything that was sitting on the stove. Like he had a full fucking smorgasbord of breakfast foods with like fresh fruit and all this jazz. Like, because I pay attention to background shit. I see everything. And it's like, and then I'm sorry. Okay. Like, you pour the orange juice through your sifter hand and then you throw the pulp on the wall. What the fuck is that? Right? That's gross. Like the wall. And, then, and, then, and then you think the floor is too dirty. So you start cleaning the floor, but yet you throw the pulp on the wall. What? I don't see. He's a 12 year old dead boy. What do you, th- he doesn't that, have logic. That was like vicious. It's a 12 year old dead boy, Lindy. God. <laughs> my attention but it was a, he's a 12 year old <laughs> dead boy girl like oh my gosh i don't think his logic is <laughs> completely come on i mean that's totally fair to say um but I'm yeah not but coming with violence of, this morning i promise i was not being violent i swear and speaking of him coming out of the cupboard with his uncle's food <laughs> what were they eating cake donuts twinkies like yes is Oh, man is that what I it's like to be dead like you just get to eat whatever the fuck you want and right? like it's delicious and it goes literally right through you although you don't you gain a fucking some pound of, some of the, the chunks were like chewed up but some were still full which was a little yeah. weird I don't and know. then at the end of that scene after cat leaves for work or for school and they kind of like kick casper out of the scene for cleaning up the floor it's clean. they have like 
Cat and Stretch have like their little insults. Dead. <laughs> Too late. Or oh no, I had them. I I fucking um I wrote them down. There's she says that I'll... one. I remember that. It was me and Tigal always used to say that as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I love the smell of fleshies in the morning, and then she's like air sucking intruders, skin bag. <laughs> um, and how and how James thought that they crossed over like that. He's an idiot. How do you not fucking know that's not how you cross over just by sunlight, dumbass? Um, <laughs> ah, what a world. Yeah, but when they have after a cat leaves or whatever, James says okay guys it's time to like get down to business and start working at what is it that they throw at him kevin's we like walked shit. by kevin was like literally yesterday he's like shit it's i didn't say anything shit. he's just like shit like okay because the shit on the floor the food on the floor is just chewed up food yes but then when they throw this at him that is like literal diarrhea shit literal shit is what it looks literal like. shit is what yeah. it fucking looked like and i'm just like come on guys come on it could have been milk chocolate pudding for all i fucking know that's probably what it actually was like on set it was probably something like that you know but no it looked like shit i agree so anyway um did you notice that in the next scene when cat's walking or cat is walking to school that vic has an air jordan backpack on oh air jordans in the 90s all of this even her backpack i literally said to kevin i was like i have that backpack but it was in green like those like drawstring backpacks but then you had like the flap over top of it and they were very oh, slushy yep. but they were canvas yes. canvas yep yep, yep. yep. I, I have my sister had one too hers was no, leather my though the world, my sister had the world famous bag yeah hers was the black leather version of that but i was like i had that one in a green canvas i remember those bags those were all so 90s yeah and then like it. in the classroom scene where the teacher is telling them like they're still asbestos in the gym and whatever so we have to push the halloween dance back a couple of months so like christmas right like new year's valentine's like Like, what are we doing like oh my god i'm just like then just fucking cancel it if you have to push it it back a week or two sure once you get into american thanksgiving like no just fucking drop it and just don't do it like do just plan a random dance for later in the year and they just volunteer cat's house i mean obviously she does mention later that she does ask her dad and he's fine with it but they're just like out of nowhere they just they the first day of school you don't even know this girl yet yes. and you volunteered her her house basically not to mention your reactions to her living at Wibstaff, like too like just like two seconds prior as fuck like as if you would out. never dream of stepping foot in that house and now all of a sudden you want to throw a fucking party in that however house? when they do walk all into the house they're all sort of like grouped together and creeped yes. out at first as well this was your fucking idea guys like fuck <laughs> this was your idea just yeah. fucking oh my goodness anyway <laughs> i um, love oh there's one thing i noticed here i thought it was kind of cute which i never noticed before when cat goes to bed the one time casper literally curls up behind her legs like he's a puppy dog okay i have more to say about that scene than i it, i'm probably reading way too much into it um but this is right after they have the conversation on the lighthouse which is one of my favorite scenes it still gives me chills and everything and um Cat talking about was it was it this scene that she was talking about her mom how she's afraid she's forgetting memories yeah and things I like that so. like for obvious reasons this scene hit me 
so hard. <laughs> well, especially watching it now, uh, yes. this time, this, yes. This new entire movie hit me so differently, especially the end where Amelia comes back as her spirit, and it, it hit me Trust so differently. Trust me, now. there are so many movies I watch now as my adult that hit me like that, and I'm like, motherfucker, I always made fun of my mother for this, and um, now I'm but, turning into her. I get it, don't worry. But, <laughs> but this scene particularly that what you mentioned is him curling up like a dog at the end of her at the bottom of her feet I think was symbolism for how he was feeling at that moment when he okay. asked her if he could keep her she said mm-hmm, because she's half asleep he kisses her and then she asks him to shut the window because it's cold yeah. and that's him giving the realization that he can never be with her because he's a ghost he yeah. can never give her what he, what she needs or whatever so he might as well just be her lap dog and just so he just curled up at the bottom of her bed like a good dog and that just kind of broke my heart. I was just like, oh my God. But I'm probably reading so much English media into that. Like, right? it's stupid grade 11 and grade 12. Thank you, Miss Gallahan. Thank you so much. Real you screwed our movie viewing for life. Yeah. Anyway. But I love how he's like, oh, what does that boy have that I don't? And she's like, a pulse, a pulse tan. How about an, a reflection? <laughs> like, okay, okay. But can yeah. you do this? You're going with me if you, you want, want to. Today. I wonder how much they paid for that one because that was an actual Arnold's voice like they took that right from the movie audio oh that's hilarious but yeah how scary would that be though being dangled like above the fucking water like that because if you see in a huge open screen shot of the house and like the landscape around it you can see where the lighthouse is it's across the bay yeah so it's like on the other side of the water and that would be fucking terrifying and (laughs) the further the further into this movie I'm getting the more fun it seems like being a ghost would be right Not that we're saying we want to don't read too much into that, guys. Do not read into that. That's not what I mean. But this looks fun. (laughs) Just looks like it would be a fun thing if it had, you know. Like it Um, wouldn't when when her dad goes out with the uncles and goes and drinks with them, and the drunk uncles are the uncles are being drunk and they're like, uh they're like faces at that part when they're trying to be like drunk with him while he's like singing the songs. Are just so funny. I laughed at them. Get drunk. I don't know if they can get drunk, but they were just at least attempting to get drunk with him. And you know, I particularly like this—the part where the shotgun falls through Stinky. And then who the fuck was that guy in the background passed out at the table? Just everything like, falls he, on him and he, and he throws just, the oh. shotgun and it shoots the fucking ceiling and all this like shit falls on the guy. He looks up kind of for a second, like <laughs> half drunk, like not really like, oh, what was the, uh, and then kind of like falls back yeah. down. It's like, okay, yeah. maybe so, sir, you need to go home and stop drinking. Yeah. So at this point, Kat and James have been at this house for probably about a week, is my guess. I'm assuming so. I'm yeah. assuming about a week, give or take. Um, and only now she's deciding to like explore the house more because she goes up to the attic and she finds the attic and then Casper's playroom and she sets up the playroom. Now, I mentioned earlier that I would come to this and explain this. The playroom is so far away from the rest of the house because his toys are fucking obnoxious. Did you hear them? Yeah, they were. That's why his room is so far fucking away from the rest of the fucking house. Which makes sense. I, I agree. I, I didn't know fingers. that at first. I didn't realize that until you said that. But then it's I'm something like, I realize now as an adult because I'm like, yeah, I'd like all those toys like far away. I, like as, right, as a kid, I'd be like, that room was fucking awesome. I want to play in that room or whatever. But as an adult, I'm like, that train would have fucking drove me nuts if it was just going Especially all the time. Since his dad's office was in the basement. Yes. So far away, right? <laughs> right. 
Although that basement looked stuff. pretty fucking solid that I don't think you would have heard anything Bitch, from the first floor. You wait floor. a fucking week to tell me there's a grotto in my house? What? Right? Why did it, Why was this not the first thing you fucking told me about? With a, like, machine that can take you back from the dead. Like, why didn't you tell me this right from the beginning? Because he's been dead for, like, 100 years. This is true. Which, I did read on IMDb. All of those Uh, toys were all, like, self-powered. Like, they were all wind-up toys and everything like that. No battery-operated or anything like that. I was reading on IMDb that uh, this was the first time they gave Casper an actual backstory as to why he was dead. And he died of pneumonia. Okay. Yes. That scene. I guess previously he never had a I, reason. He was just a dead ghost. This scene gets me like so fucking hard because like he puts the dress on Cat and like that dress is iconic in itself. Yeah. And um, but I'm sorry, but like I with the sweater over top of her like, sweater oh God, and, her jeans, so and she hot. runs around with it all day. Like that. Oh, so I agree. Hot. Oh my God, I agree. Dying. I made um, that, that note too. I was like, what? No. Where he's no. sitting on the sled and he's like, I remember coming down for breakfast one morning, begging my dad to have it. And he said it was too expensive. And then he comes down for breakfast one morning and it's there. And he went sledding all day and he goes, and he's like, Yeah, he, he told me to fun. come in, but I was just having too much fun. I was having too much fun. He's having too much fun. He goes, He's like, and it got, it got late. It got dark. It got, dark, it got cold. It got cold. And, and I, I got, got sick. sick. Yeah. And my dad got sad. And I'm just like, <laughs> just fucking ugly right? crying because, oh my gosh. And then his dad, like, fucking, like, mental breaks by Casper sticking around. And then he creates the Lazarus, which is a whole other fucking thing of itself. Like, that's a whole other fucking episode. That machine. Like, okay. I just. But here's the thing. Did Casper, like, do we know for sure if Casper actually presented to himself as his dad? No. Like, did his, like. Or was his dad just trying to bring him back somehow? Like, did or did, I, like? Well, because it says Cat reads the news article and it says that um, he was tormented by the spirit of his dead son. So he says that he's been haunted by his dead son. So I'm assuming, okay, like, okay. So if if he just newly died, he would have come back like Carrington and uh, Kerrigan and James did, according right? to our earlier lore according that we're thinking to our lore, whatever. But if he did that, like came back to his dad and his, like, I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my head around how his right. dad would be feeling about this because not only is it like a ghost in general, but it's his dead son who was 12 when he died. Yeah. So grieving parent, I can understand why he lost his fucking mind or why the community thinks he went insane and had Because they probably it. thought, he's like, I see my son. And they're like, no, you don't. No, you don't. What are you talking about? No, you don't. Yeah. Uh, you're crazy. And, and he's like, no, I can is, see my dead this son. This is like, the late 1800s too like this is when like people were still being accused of being witches probably not being burned at the stake or anything to that extent anymore because that was like 1600s but this kind of thought process even up until 20 years ago was still considered fucking crazy so it even wasn't until the craft came out that we accepted witches come on yes (laughs) Um, Uh. but yeah like i can understand the community at that time with concern mm-hmm. about his dad but like can we just talk about how genius he is to create a machine that brings the dead back to fucking life and right? perfectly too like there's like but there's nothing the, wrong with james yeah. when he came back but here that's that james wrong. but when casper went in because he was so far gone he turned into an egg maybe if no that passed... was because kerrigan stole the juice oh yes he wasn't fully done reviving himself, reviving himself. okay yes this is true and good but, thing too because then james would have been permanently dead unless well, they could but, have figured yes. out a way to make more juice but here's the other thing 
do we know like yes because her dad was fully like he was just recently dead he didn't lose a lot of his memories we know that he was okay when he came out would casper have still been okay like he might not been the same cat like he might have not had some of the memory so or he might have been like he'd be too scared because he's like what fucking generation am i in right now like i don't understand like you know what i mean he'd be like edward he'd be like edward you know what i mean like Twilight. right like, like just it's... super old-fashioned like very very old-fashioned but in but the body of like a 12 year old i guess but would um, his ghost spirit because he's so old would his ghost spirit remember stuff when he was once he became a human person. i would say people would probably make the argument that yes he would because when he comes back for those like five seconds at the end of the movie because he okay. was so selfless to cat but i would make the argument that no because that oh. was the angels doing that was, that was a special gift from doing. the angels yes from the angels or god to yeah. casper whereas yes. in coming back to life from a machine made by man in a scientific yes. method you could potentially come back different yes Kind of like the whole Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing where she came back wrong, but she yeah. didn't. She didn't come back wrong at all. It was just, it seemed like she did kind of deal. Well, right? And also like, when you are dead, like you're going to come back differently no matter what, because you were dead. Like even if it's two seconds, it changes two you. minutes, it, it changes you. You were dead. Yeah. You could that have possibly have had somewhat what is weird and out of body experience, whatever type thing, but you never know. Yeah. It, it, Can I just say for one second though? Okay. I want a, well, I want a house. That has a wall that spins, like miss like a mystery entrance door. Right. I want a fucking chair that's on fucking train tracks and goes down into the fucking grotto basement and through that fucking up and atom machine because everyone knows how hard of a time I have out showering because I fucking hate doing it. I do it. I do enjoy being clean and I do do it. I just fucking hate the process. Let me get that perfectly clear. Um, but my question is, where'd the second chair come from? That um, Dibs and Kerrigan came down on. And then where did it fucking go? Because it didn't come up behind the chair Cat was on that was still behind her at the desk. Because that doesn't go back up the track until they get the Lazarus machine out of the water. Yeah, because it looks like it's only door. supposed to be one chair that goes down, takes him down, yeah, why and then goes back it up there. It, his office and his office alone, like nobody else was supposed to be down there. Yeah. So where the fuck did the second chair come from? Continuity. And where did it go? Continuity. And then can we talk about how stupid Dibs and Kerrigan are for like, uh, the vault has a combination lock, you stupid dumbass. You really think you're just going to like pull on the handle and oh, it's going to open. Like you fucking idiots. Like the fuck? Stupid. And that's why she kills herself so she can get inside it. And all it was was Casper's cool stuff. His, his balling glove because his ball balling was signed glove. by, um, do you remember the name? I didn't write it down. I don't remember. No. Some big baseball player from like the, the late 1800s. 1800s. Yeah. Like Jackie um, Robinson, but not. He was in the yeah. actually 1900s, 1940s, I think. 1930s. Yeah. Something like that. 1940s. But yeah, that's all the treasure was. That was the Buccaneers and buried gold with yep. hold. Yeah. Yep. Um, because Kerrigan has no concept of treasure being anything but something monetary value. But something monetary value because she's a yeah. Spoiled, entitled brat, materialistic little bitch. So, oh, bitch is back. Can we talk about her death for a second? How fucking funny that is, right? I'm sorry, but who the hell gets out of a car like that? I put my one foot out first. I would feel that there's no fucking ground there, and not fall to my death, like right? What the fuck? And who keeps speeding through a forest when you can't see? You're losing control of your vehicle. Hello, pump the fucking brakes. Stupid. 
whatever. She deserved to die. She deserved to die. She deserved to like fucking. And I love how they tricked her into admitting that she doesn't have any unfinished business thus making her cross over, which is fucking hilarious. Right? You deserved it. Eternity. Haha, sucker. Because we all know which direction she's going. It ain't up. <laughs> she ain't going up. Yep. Oh, ain't up. show. Oh, shizzy. For show. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, where he's like, he when they're in the attic and he's like, oh, I need to show you the machine or something like that, where he's like, I got to show you this. And he runs her into the wall first. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot humans can't travel through solid objects. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. And where did it, Dibs get that fucking armor outfit? And how f- did he get into it so fast? And what was it that he put on the well, floor? Okay, let's be real. It's an old house, so there's obviously yeah. going to be armor in the house. At I mean, somewhere. that's fair. Like, let's be real. But do you know how long it takes to get that shit on? Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't take, it's not easy. It's not, it takes it a while to get on and off. It's like, not it's like not- a onesie with a zipper up the back. Like. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, of course, the dance scene. Like, we all know the, the kids show up for the dance. And then, like, so yeah, like we said, they kind of all come in in a huddle and then they hear Kerrigan's cackle. And so they're all scared. Yeah. But then eventually, I guess the music gets and going. And so did, they're all fought, having fun. And then, decorate when they got there, I think when so. Kat opens the door to them. There's they no look, decoration. There's nothing. So anything. I think they must have come in and so decorated. They because they brought the band, like they brought the DJ brought stand the DJ and, everything and everything like that. So, they so must- who hung the disco ball? I don't know. Someone must have I mean, so much content error. Like I, they're McGibbon or what are they called? Mc what? McGuffins. McGuffins. McGibbons. McGuffins. Yeah. So it's just, it's just then we get we get to the point where uh, Little Miss Popular Blonde Girl decides okay. that she wants to ruin Cat's party. So her and Guy Germain, yeah, <laughs> decide to dress yeah. up as this super tall ghost thing. Yeah, it's big ass and they think I they mean, look so like, good. Her makeup, she did, she did do, she a good did do job good with her makeup. makeup. I will give her but that. I love how Vic is like, God, could you weigh any more? <laughs> right? I'm just like, oh my gosh, like that's such a teenage boy thing to say. Yeah, such a teenage oh my boy. goodness. So then um, they, so what ends up happening is Casper actually ends up scaring them. And no, then, it was the uncles. Oh, was it the uncles? The okay. uncles I remember her chest. I remember it was like, one of the ghosts. Okay, she's like, oh my God, you got to see this. And then he uncovers his head and he's like, he's just like, oh, wow, this looks awesome. And then Stretch pops through her chest and goes, thank you. And it scares the shit out of them. And then they run and she gets clotheslined. And it's clotheslined by the decorations that the school hung, right. apparently. Oh, it's super and then, fantastic. And she's, she gets close on and falls, and then Vic just keeps running and dragging her, her across the ground. Oh, because she's still in it's the so shape good. It's so, so good. good. And, and Vic, everyone cheers as well. Because she's a bully. Because she's a bully and a bitch, and no one liked and her. Vic she got her a come up in. And tell her where to fucking go. It's true. Deidre Maine, you need to. Mm. And I need to comment on the fact of how much I hate the way she says, everything's just perfect. She does not pronounce the C, and it bothers me. It's perfect. Uh, Perfecta, like perfecta, enunciate, Amber. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And then we get um, to the point where James gets a visit. Because oh, earlier well, in the that, movie, the uncles that. promised that they would be able, if they, if they kept Kerrigan, if, if James kept Kerrigan off of her, off of their backs, they would see about letting him, getting Amelia here. Yes. And then, of and course, they protect him. Was- so cruel it was cruel so in that That's moment mean. they prank him and fatso comes as amelia yeah but so then, then at the end 
when Amelia appears, she, she says, shows up to Casper first, though. Yeah, she, she does show up to Casper first. first and gives him this special couple of hour deal. deal. No, Cinderella it's five fucking minutes. Five he gets minutes. one fucking song. So what was it like when she caught the baseball? Was it already like? 953 p.m. Uh, that's what I'm like, right. It takes him a couple minutes to transform into human. Then he takes the longest fucking walk down the fucking stairs toward cat. Then they take the longest, like starry eye gaze walk to the middle of the dance floor. But that like, song was I love that I song love when it, this and this song movie came so out. Good. I had the soundtrack on it because it was on it. I just I Jordan something. Good... Jordan Yes, something. Jordan something. I don't remember it now. Um this way is so good. I love this song. And um, I was saying to Lindy when I was watching Devin. this one. It's little baby Devin's little baby De- I was watching this movie when I was watching this movie last night. It looks like it was late. So I was starting to fall asleep. And literally I heard this song. And I just and you woke up. Woke up and I'm like, I have to see this part. I have to see this part. It's the 12-year-old funny. Steffi just because like, you know, when you were 12 years old that, watching this movie or 10, that song. you wanted to be Kat at this moment so bad. Which is actually like, funny. Devin Sawa was so cute. And I actually, he's awesome, just a gentleman. Love it. I did not have as much of a crush on Devin Sawa as Danielle. Neither did I. I didn't Danielle either. was obsessed with him. So this was like, she was the one that was like, oh my God. Um, me, I was just I like, loved, okay. I love JTT. Right. Um, I was Jonathan Jackson and Joshua. I was the Jackson boys, yeah. Jonathan and Joshua. Because Charlie yeah. Conway, God damn. Anyways. Mm. But <laughs> anyway, getting back to, um, I guess Amelia, that was but anyways. Amelia speaking to James, like coming to James. I'm so glad she did this because like you can see throughout the entire movie how hard of the time James is having with like grieving his, his wife, wife passing on. Absolutely. And he so this gave him can. a lot of closure. And I yes. loved this. Because he kept thinking that. that she had unfinished, unfinished business, but he didn't yeah. realize that grow having her family was not like that was her that was her that's that's all she needed they love her so well as she was alive she had no unfinished business so she's not a ghost just floating around like she's in heaven and she's just waiting for them to get there yeah but if he keeps lingering for her he'll never end up there yeah it's and it's not going to be good for cat and whatever and i'm sorry but what father asked their daughter to wear a t-shirt under their bathing suit right to me that's counterproductive because you're still showing her curves if that's the kind of thing he's going for of hiding her. I don't think it's the curves. Maybe it's because the, the, maybe the straps the get too big as a kid or the, yeah, the extra skin. I don't know, but like, I still us. don't understand the logical explanation of wearing I don't a t-shirt under your bathing suit. Like it just makes more sense for your, your shirt to be over top of your bathing It must suit. be an American conservative thing. And yes, know. French fries can be a breakfast food. If you're an adult and that's what you want to eat for breakfast. Uh, for what breakfast are tater tots? Excuse me. Thank you. It's a potato Hash breakfast brown? food. Hash browns. Right. Potatoes are versatile. You can eat them at any fucking time. Just saying. Anyway, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the really the dance and they were floating in the air and nobody noticed until like seconds after they had already landed. Every woman has been what? chasing what? that I high. That. I miss that. Can I keep you? Oh, can I keep you? All women have been chasing that high for I told you I was a good dancer. Yeah, for like 30 <laughs> years. All girl, all like millennial girls have been chasing all we that Casper. Is someone to just ask us love. if they can keep us. That's all we want. And tell them and they were a good dancer. Objectifiable, like... possessive way, just no. in a they love us, we're their soulmate kind of way. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they're just so cute. They're just they're adorable. adorable. And but... I saw the cutest little tidbit on IMDb about this when the director was trying to cast the little boy to play Casper in this. I guess they brought Christina Ricci in for some of these auditions just to make sure they had that like realistic sort of chemistry or whatever. And apparently mm-hmm. when Devin Sawa came in, she got like wide-eyed and little giggly and stuff like that. And I was like, that is so adorable. Like little 12-year-old then... crush on this cute boy. Yeah. Like, oh. 
And then they went on to kiss again in Now and Then. Now and Then, yeah. Yeah. As we all know, yeah. Um, but I Every think Every girl hated kiss- Christina Ricci just because she got to kiss yeah. Stefan Sawa twice. Um, Let's be real. This, this kiss was... As a 40-year-old thinking about it being 12, this would have set her up for being bullied like the rest of her existence in Friendship Maine. Or she a ghost. she'd be a complete outcast. Pariah. She'd be completely ostracized. She'd be isolated or like ignored. Like she'd be a freak. And it's just. And when he turned to a I'm, ghost, they all I'm ran anyway. Like, yes. Like they all fucking ran and scared the crap out of them and everything. But like after the shock wears off and they think about it and they think back on it and they have time to overanalyze it, overthink things like we would. I feel like this is just a setup for a really bad situation for her. So. I mean, but they're all going to fucking need therapy at the end because, well, realistically, because she's got this ghost family, she doesn't really seem to give two shits about what the rest of the people in the town seem to care anyway. She kind of teams at the end when they all run out or whatever. And they're like, well, I guess that is what it is. And so they just sort of like, and they're like, boys. And then we hear little Richard singing Casper, the friendly ghost. (laughs) I need to make a comment about the costumes that the classmates were wearing. Okay. So from what I could like get down on my phone was we set we saw a prisoner, a clown, a pilgrim, a nutcracker, Fred Flintstone, Uncle Sam, a sunflower, and the teacher as a lobster, and yeah. the DJ as a vampire. Yeah. How unoriginal, especially the flower. Like half of these costumes, like no twelve-year-old would have been fucking caught dead in nineteen ninety-five. But you also got to remember <laughs> is like we didn't do costume like costumes weren't what they're like nowadays either back then like where we're all doing a fandom costume and stuff like that that's not what i mean that's not what i mean i mean like in 1995 i would not be caught dead as a flower or a clown or like i think it's just because they were classic costumes back then and don't tell well i guess maybe not when you were a teenager but i'm like i have you as dressed up as a clown in old photos there lindy so don't say you never did a clown Oh, when I was probably like three or four and I didn't exactly have the choice over my costume. (laughs) Right. But as of like 11, 12, like, yeah, I had choices of my costume. We did. Because you and me went out trick-or-treating around Lakeshore in that time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the party scene where like the disco ball falls down, I just hate to clean that up. But you have the help of four ghosts that can turn into like a giant like sweeper or they can suck it all up and like Fatso could just suck it all up because he eats weird things. Like, you know, it's Right. I don't know. All in all, like, and then like Casper at the end where he writes the end with his little ghost thing. Little ghost tail. But, um, and then they turn into into, uh, little Richard. Yeah. Which is so good. But in conclusion, great Great movie. movie. Great movie. movie. Second favorite Halloween movie. Right. My opinion. Um, And I think my third on my list would be the Halloween Town series. Right. Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah, we were gonna do them, but you know we got yeah, a couple on Halloween, so next year yeah. we'll do them. We got we we got lots of time to watch them all. Yep. Yeah, because someone still hasn't seen number four. It's true. Looking at you. I guess I'll watch it this Halloween. I've seen number four several times already, so I'm good. I guess I will have to watch it this Halloween. Well, you got time. It's only the fifteenth. I should know that because our anniversary is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. I guess all my so photos. Anniversary. I guess all my memories are going to come up tomorrow, I guess. Yep, I think so. All the photos and everything. Or the next day, or the next day, unless you posted them all that night. I probably had some on both days. Okay. So. Uh, all right, so we got we our game we got to play. play. 
Trivial Pursuit DVD today. I'm looking for some answers of something that you would know. Oh, that might be. Oh, this one, I think I, I picked one out and I think it's actually might... got most of them. There's one you might not get. You will probably get these ones, maybe not one, maybe two. Same here. There's like one, maybe two you may or may not get. These ones get. are particularly difficult because like they go into like topics that I'm not aware of that I don't uh, know. So. All right. Question one. What is Eddie Adams' adult stage name in Boogie Nights? Oh, fucking no idea. I have never seen Boogie Nights. I haven't either. That's why I said there's one or two you might not be able to. Dirk Diggler. Oh, fuck. I knew that. <laughs> I fucking, no, I knew that from like just watching other shows. And other shows, like, yeah. Or someone saying yeah. it to you randomly stupid. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. All right. How do Harry and Sally first meet? Oh, it's I wouldn't know this because I've never seen it. Subway station? Sally gives Harry a ride to New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just know the There's famous it. orgasm scene because, you know, in everything <laughs> yeah. pop culture wise. I, yeah. And when, it, when I'm just a boy standing in front of a girl, that. Asking her to love her or whatever. Yeah. Uh, who was the oldest actress of the four Golden Girls? B. Arthur. Nope. No? No. Because it she outlasted them all. Oh, Betty White is? She was the oldest. Yep. Who was the oldest? She like, was the oldest. Filming? Who was the oldest actress of the four Golden Girls? Oh. And she outlasted them all. Good for you, I Betty. Thought, I Good thought that you, Betty. Betty White, Rue McClanahan, and Estelle was, were like roughly the same age, and B. Arthur was a little bit older. Because I know that B. Arthur was older than her mother. Her mother was, yeah. Yeah. So, but oh, no, that's apparently. surprising. Yeah. You go, Betty White. You go, Betty White. Um, who played Easy Rider on The Electric Company? If I gave you a hint, you would totally get it. He's actually an incredibly famous actor now. On the electric. I don't know. I wouldn't know because this is a little bit before my time. I think so too. Yeah, I think it's before her time. Morgan Freeman. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yep. What does the L L and J stand in L for an L Club J? Ladies Love. And Lady, J? Ladies Love Cool J. Sorry. They said L L and J. What did the three oh, letters stand ladies for? Ladies Love Cool J. No. Cool, cool, cool. His name is James. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Ladies love. So it's ladies, ladies love, love cool James. James. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies love cool James. Um, what was the name of Bob Dylan's 1971 novel? I'm Bob Dylan. <laughs> Not even close. Tarantula. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Bob Dylan's weird. I just remember the video where he's blah, 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 and he's got like signs or whatever. He just always sounds so Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> what was the I don't know this one. What was the 1998 sequel to the fighting arcade game Soul Edge? The sequel? Yeah. Of a fighting game so I don't know, Mortal Kombat? Soul Calibur. Sure. That was my second guess. Yeah, right. Um what was the first arcade game to allow players to enter their initials on a high scoreboard? Mario? Asteroids. Ah, uh, uh, that makes sense, actually, I guess. What actress's first name used to be tattooed on Johnny Depp's arm? Winona Ryder. <laughs> now it's Wino Forever. Wino Forever. Um, what did the artist at that point called Prince write on his cheek when trying to be released from his second contract? Do you mean to repeat it? 
No, I know. I'm. I am free. I don't no. know. Slave. Quite uh, often. Yes. He was. I, I. Yeah. I don't remember ever princess stuff. I remember him being a little weird in the nineties, though. Yeah. Which TLC members started a trend by wearing a condom over one left, eye? Left eye. Yes. Uh, you'll get this one too. According to the late nineties comeback, what body part should you talk to? What? The late nineties. According to the late. Oh, 90s talk to the comeback. hand. Yes. Sorry, it took me. So I was like, wait, comeback? What? Talk to the hand. Yeah. All right. Now concludes our episode about Casper. Woohoo! Um, well, thanks for joining us all today, guys. And uh, be sure to check us out on all of our socials and questions, comments. You can email, DM, you know, all that fun jazz stuff. Catch us anywhere you get your podcasts. And yes. have yourselves a wonderful fucking day. Right? You too. We'll talk to y'all or talk at y'all later, I guess. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to Turner the Millennials. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcast and at our website at millennialspod.com. Join us on our next episode. And remember, on Wednesdays, we wear pink. We out.